Hi everyone, my name is Hans Aguinoa. I'm with the Royal Podencos from Spain and you are listening to Rock at Night. This is Sharice with Rock at Night, and today we are speaking with Hans Iganoa of the garage rock band, the Royal Padinkos. He is in Spain. We're going to ask him about how he got started, basically get to know the band. I've been familiar with them for, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, couple years or so, because we had the garage rock issue, and the band was presented in the magazine. And I've been listening to your serotonin for the last year on Spotify. In fact, it came up as one of the most played albums, you know, when they do the annual list. So anyway, Hans, Garage Rock. Did you grow up listening to Garage Rock? How did you guys uh, get into Garage Rock? I grew up listening to, when I was a kid in Sweden, in the 70s, kids would listen to Kiss or Iron Maiden, which was like the bands you had to choose between. I, I My favorite band was Kiss because I thought they were so cool looking. And I, I, always, I always thought this visual thing in, in rock music or whatever, pop is kind of an extra that's worth, that makes the music even... I don't know, it kind of makes it grow. Um, and, and then I, I kind of got away from that kind of music, I would say, in the in the, the second half of the 80s. I was doing other stuff, maybe listening even more to hip-hop. Uh, I also went to the States and stayed a, did a year of high school there in 89 to 90 and that was like everybody was listening to to hip-hop and to rap music and i really got into that and then i got back from the states and and this band called guns and roses bashed through and really was well they they came out at the end of the 80s but i hadn't heard them that much but my friends had picked them up in, in sweden when i got back in the night in 1990 so that really got me back to rock and roll music and I was like very inspired by Slash, Slash's yeah. guitar playing and and that's more or less when we started playing and when I started playing with people in Sweden and got my first electric guitar, like a, a Gibson Les Paul copy, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, and really, you know, started playing stuff I, I wanted to play and I, that I could, you know, relate to because I had played a little bit of guitar before that at school and really didn't, couldn't relate to what I was playing or reading notes and playing like not classical stuff, but, you know, old Swedish folky things mm-hmm. that, I, that I didn't really like. So this was uh, really like, uh, yeah, it was exploding for me, the, the, the interest in, 
in rock and we went to see Guns N' Roses in 91 in Stockholm and I started to go to more shows and and see more bands and also in the 90s there was this big uh, I would say indie wave in Stockholm in Sweden of Brit pop Brit indie indie pop inspired like from Britain like blur oasis kind of music mm-hmm. uh, so I was re- I'm really I consider myself more of a kid of indie kid uh, than garage rocker uh, but but you know then in the maybe 10 years later being at the beginning of the century uh, I I kind of at the end of the 20th century, 98, 99, I got away from rock music again. I was doing other stuff. And then then the Strokes came along and I really got, you know, really liked them a lot. So and then the, all the bands that followed the Strokes, like Franz Ferdinand, Kings of Leon. Uh, yeah, just several bands that really got me back to listening to that kind of music. So, uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Interruption here. <laughs> and so, and then I was living in Spain and I, I was playing my first bands in Spain because I moved down here in 90, 95, no, 96. So uh, I started playing in a band in Madrid for several years. We got a, We even got signed down there in the 2006 or so. And but we were more eclectic, I would say. We would do. I would. I would probably start bringing in some garage stuff because some of the bands from the beginning, I mean, the Strokes and so was had some garage. Well, the Hives. Uh, I love oh, the, the Hives. Hives. Yeah, of course. Hives so, and the Strokes. So. In fact, Royal Padinko sound a lot like both of those bands, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe too much. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know. I've been very inspired by by. Casablanca singing, but that's another story. But I, uh, but then I moved up to Santander in 2008, which is a smaller city and it's not Madrid, it's like 200,000 inhabitants. And, and I just found out that they have a rock scene here. They have some venues and they have some bands. And I was like very, um, I would say impressed by how much people knew about, you know, especially garage rock and strange, obscure bands that I had never heard of. Uh, I started, you know, jamming with some guys here and playing, and then we eventually got, well, I got to know the guys that we that are the Royal Podenkas today. And so we, and they were all bringing in these covers that we had to do to like, you know, get a set list for our first show. And I, I'd never heard of it. And it was, well, I've heard some of it, but but they were very into that kind of, Mm-hmm. Uh, 60s, 70s sounds uh, that had really not too much relation to. I, I had listened to stuff, that, of course, and I mean, the Stones, uh, all that, but they had so much more to, to bring to me, which was, well, I would say uh, rock education and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, learning about sounds and about playing techniques and things that, uh, you know, uh, and then we, all that is like a mixture in in what we are today. I think we do garage. We we have some indie uh, tunes as well. We also, you know, so we we don't really like to to classify ourselves. We we, we find that hard. We we just do what we we do what we like basically. And if people like it, 
we're we're very happy. So, well, I notice you guys harmonize. It's not just straight garage rock. You actually have melodies and you harmonize. Your vocals are are great. Uh, we have on our Rock at Night playlist, Stockholm City, which I love that song. So you s- actually started the band, what, around 2016 or something like that? No, no, it's earlier. We're actually we're actually 10 years this year oh, wow. or, or in 2022. We did our first show 10 years ago in March this mm-hmm. year. And then, it, yeah, that year we played maybe three or four shows and we started to do our first uh, preparing our first recording yeah and then we I think we recorded our second album in 2017 and then in 2019 we had material material ready to to do our third album but we I, I broke my foot in 19 because I, I fell really oh, man. badly so I, I broke my heel which is pretty it takes a long time to recover and so we can rehearse really. And then when I got well, it was like March 2020. So the pandemic came and I was like, oh, when I'm ready to go out and, you know, do all the things I haven't been doing, I, yeah. we had to, we had lockdown here. So um, it took us much more than we wanted to, to mm-hmm. record serotonin. But uh, I think that was good because we had time to, think things over even I think maybe half of the songs actually came along during the pandemic because it was I don't know for us or for me it was um, inspiring it was you know you had time to do things you had this was all these strange terrible things going on and I, I I don't know I found a lot of relief i think playing and thinking about songs these little things that still were you know the same in the world the band i noticed you have a lot of gigs in your area in spain are you guys planning to perhaps perform outside of spain like the uk yeah we would love to do that we are we don't say no to anything the thing is that we you know we all have works and families and kids so that's you know something we I would love to. I would love to go to the UK and play. Uh, maybe we're looking for some kind of event or some where somebody, you know, listens. Like a festival. There's a lot the of yeah, summertime that would, that would is festival season. Yeah. And maybe you guys could take be, a couple weeks off and just yeah. hit some places. Maybe, maybe you can maybe you can recommend some festivals for us to <laughs> to contact because well, it's hard we don't have any management really that take care of this for us so we do it ourselves basically everything even in spain we have to like knock on doors and we don't have anybody taking care of that for us and we, basically because there is there is a garage scene in spain we like garage festivals but since we are I wouldn't say we are a pure like 60s or 70s garage rock band, like really like, uh, or pub rock or like party, not really party music on this, at least not on the on the last album. So it takes a little more to listen to our album. We have to listen to maybe uh, uh, from what we heard is that like people that start listening to it, like like yourself. I listen just, to it a lot in the car. And have, have, it, yeah. have it around for, for a year. And that's really really flattering today i got a message from a friend of mine in stockholm he's a teacher and he just uh, he had been talking to one of his school kids he's like in ninth grade Mm -hmm. so he's maybe around 15 Mm -hmm. 
and he had recommend, recommended us and now he's like really crazy about Royal Podenkos like oh my goodness in Stockholm and it's like how did that happen and he and he's like he, he will go anywhere if you come close even close to well, Sweden and we've been well, to Sweden we went to Sweden to play in 16 I think it was so that's something we would like to do again and the UK uh, yeah France is close as well so why not I mean we're just three three hours from France driving from Santander so Maybe South France would be cool. I notice a lot of American bands actually go to Spain and mm. tour, and their garage yeah. rock bands. It seems like there's an active scene over there in a lot of venues that you could yeah. actually probably tour around Spain. Yeah, Spain is really – Spain has a really good scene. I mean, people are complaining around here, but they don't know. They haven't been around. Uh, you know, just I can just compare with Sweden, but Sweden is like – to get paid from a gig where like there are 50 people just forget it they won't pay you because that's like they have to cover the costs of, of some technicians or engineering or people working at the bar so and yeah spain has a good scene a lot of small venues that like the the guy who runs the bar does the sound and they have like a equipment but maybe not the the best uh, equipment but you can do a gig and you can get people from that town or area to get down there and there's still an active scene i mean rock and roll is dead but it's not dead here yet so there are people that are i don't uh, think i don't think rock ever died in europe i think in the 90s when things were changing in the united states they were hmm. still rocking over in europe yeah i mean there are a lot of if you see like big ba big bands like i don't know you know mainstream band come and play uh, people go and watch it but what i think people should do is to uh, discover that there are still like new bands coming out with taking rock or pop or whatever you want to call it to another uh, level or not not supposed not necessarily better but you know there are new stuff coming out and uh, that's what it's all about right taking well, old I'm, stuff and and giving it a new shape and taking that's it ex that's what i'm seeing is they they have what they call new classic rock a lot of mm. people are tired of let's say synthesizers electronic music and they're going back to the 60s sound the garage rock mm. and 70s sound with real lyrics and real harmonies <laughs> mm. That's that's what I've been noticing, a trend like that. One question I wanted to ask, how did you get your name of the band? Mm. <laughs> you should ask the bass player and, and Tony and Jota, the other guitar player. Uh, it's some strange story about like this. You know the baseball cards that you have in the States when you collect yes. baseball cards and mm -hmm. you stick it into an album? That This was, mm -hmm. Apadenko is a dog. Yeah, Spanish yeah, yeah. dog, correct? Yeah. Spanish Podenco, yeah. So uh, they had this card with the Podenco. And, and they thought, you know, we were talking about bad names, you know, several things coming up. And they said Podenco, Royal Podenco. Mm -hmm. And uh, we said, yeah, that why not? <laughs> it was like they had some kind of personal story with that card, but I, I can't talk about that on the air. Okay, really. okay, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Uh, but, but Podenko, well, around here we are. We are people call us just the Podenkos. 
Podenkos. I see. Uh, Royal is actually we're talking about getting rid of Royal because it gives us a little sleaze rock notion <laughs> to it. I think <laughs> like these heavy 80s like Slayer or whatever, like this like Spanish. hair metal, hair metal kind yeah, of yeah, <laughs> poodle, poodle metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Motley Crue and uh, yeah, whatever. Which yeah. which was in that t- time, well, there was stuff of of these bands that I liked. I mean, Guns N' Roses came out of that, even though they were more aggressive and played more blues rock uh, based uh, heavy metal, but or rock. But uh, yeah, so we might just be Podenkos on the next album. I'm, I'm not sure. We are you working on a next? Are you guys working on a next album? What are you doing now? Uh, yeah, well, I have songs. I always have songs, and we actually started looking at some of them mm-hmm. in the last rehearsals, and it's uh, really like, I suppose, a band in their the lifetime of a band they start to understand with the with the time that what works and what doesn't work or at, at least in our case because we kind of we're not virtuosos like we, we can't play everything even if we have like an idea we cannot always execute it so we try to like be uh i i guess you can say we try to be like economical and mm-hmm. let's do this let's do I, I sometimes compare the pedenkos with like you have these pieces of of Lego, like pieces mm-hmm. of things that you can yeah. construct yeah. something cool with, but you have all this, you know, determined uh, numbers of pieces, and you have to do something cool with that, which is, and I think it's very fun. It's fun to you know to try to do something simple but still cool, and it doesn't have to be like a hundred thousand notes and a hundred thousand just to hit that one note that like kind of at least in in the melody which when i was started to compose i I would write a lot of things with the guitar and then put the melody on it Mm -hmm. but now it's almost the other way around i like a melody come to my head and i think of it in different rhythms or the different you know um and then, and then you write the lyrics, and I notice obviously your lyrics are all in English. Yet you're yeah. a band from Spain. Do yeah. the other people in the band do they speak English too? No, no. So they so have it, to sing phonetically, or how's how's yeah, it work? Well, <laughs> well, sometimes when we have like background vocals, I try to keep it simple, mm-hmm. and maybe just them to like uh, giving me you know, some background vocals and just some words or so, or, or just maybe one note. Mm-hmm. But we, um, no, I, I actually on this record, they really got interested in, in what are we, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they actually translated some of the lyrics in like in Google Translate. And, oh, this mm-hmm. is really good. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Lyrics to me is like, uh, I don't spend too much time. I think it's a, uh, I mean, it's it's a song. It's rock music. I don't try to be too poetic or or give a message. I just try to like make it sound cool. But do you have any songs in Spanish? No, we were actually talking about that because Spain right now is really like in there's this really national Spanish uh, pop and rock uh, wave going across the country. A lot of bands, you know, do their music in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I 
kind of fool around with it sometimes and try to write things, but I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, I've never done it. So it's like uh, a lot of respect people that does it, you know, that do it well. And You'd have to rhyme I, it. And you'd have to rhyme in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that I don't think that would be a problem. Spain, Spanish is very like staccato. It's very like much more rhythmic rhythm than than English, which gives you a lot of more freedom in English to like how do you say like sway to leave the vocal longer well, time in Spanish. If a if a word ends in O, then they just draw the the vowel yeah. out O's and A's and like, yeah. ah, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. In Spanish, it will be more rhythmic rhythm singing, I think. Uh, but I, I, I'm sure we will try. I, I, I also we was talking about this the other night on the rehearsal and I was saying maybe we can mix, you know, English and Spanish because, you know, a lot of there are some bands do that. Maybe not in rock music or pop, but in rap and like Latino whatever they mix a lot of spanish and, and english because it's like uh, well all this population in the states that you know have this mm -hmm. english and spanish background or you know spanish background but live in the states and so so why not we'll see what you know uh, but i think if if we're not if it doesn't sound like uh, honest we won't do it uh, I'll, I'll, no we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> So the other members in the band, uh, what are their influences? Are they garage rock people? Do they? They obviously grew up in yeah. Spain. Yeah, they are. They are much more. They are like guys that uh, Spain was pretty much like Sweden, I guess. When they were young, we would, you know, have tape, tape music, even record songs from the radio, and and you know, have you heard this song and pass on tapes to one another and. But I think they got pretty much into garage rock and old old bands here much more than in Sweden. I think uh, maybe Sweden was more like into what was cool and what was hot at the moment. Maybe we got more influences also from the UK and from the US. Spain was, you know, kind of uh, until '75 it was like a dictatorship. So Spain was maybe a little bit behind in in some popular cultural meanings, even if they have they had their big cultural or cultural explosion and is what is going on in 2023 with you guys uh, we have some shows coming up in the area here and we're looking we'd love to play some festivals this summer so we're working on that and then the idea is to work on new material so that's uh, our priorities right now and i you know Eventually, I have to sit down and start writing lyrics, but that is something I do. Like, I'm not sitting down and write a lyric. I have it in mind, and maybe a phrase comes up or something comes up, and I write it down and, you know, take all these pieces later and kind of put it together. So, yeah, I was, I was fun. You said Stockholm City was running on your... Yeah, that's on the playlist. Because and Stockholm, I, City, I mean... yeah, Stockholm City is like a song for my hometown i would say but it's also like a there's this uh, guy from sweden man he's uh, ulf lundell which is like a sort of a bob dylan bruce springsteen figure in sweden mm -hmm. and he has this song from the 70s so 
So I think it's the seventies that's called Stockholm city, which I love. So, so I said, and I even take some words and phrases that he used in, in, in his so, lyrics. So you paid homage, Stockholm. you paid homage to him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And not a lot of people, nobody knows that. So it's fun. <laughs> I had a Swedish friend coming to to see our show in Madrid in December. And he said, Stockholm City. I heard some phrases there. Is that from Stockholm City of Ulf Lundell? And I said, yeah, you, you heard that. Yeah. Are there any other songs that you really like that are your favorite, Danny, that you really enjoy playing a lot? Uh, I'm very proud of Milky Way, which a lot and of people And you have a video like. for that one, too. Yeah, we I, I did that video. <laughs> Oh, it looks it looks really good. I would, and that was another yeah. thing. So you guys, you're all DIY. You make your own videos, yeah, and I really yeah, like. I, that. I have a. I've been doing a lot of like videos for work, and just homemade videos. So I have this program to this software to like do the editing just together. And, yeah, yeah, and today with all the apps you can download like reface and stuff i use reface which is like you put your face on yeah, and somebody else face, face movies and all these things come <laughs> up and i try to you know see what we can do and it was really fun and actually i got a phone call the other day from another band from something there and they we're like hey who, who made that video because we're looking for, we're going to do a video for our new record and stuff and, and i said i did that you did that and I was actually thinking maybe I can get paid for doing things like that. <laughs> That's no. excellent. So yeah. you're creative in different ways. This yeah, branching well, out. <laughs> creative need, I think, this creative mind that needs uh, to find its way out in different different ways. But music is definitely the, the most fun part. And actually, wh where we are now, like starting to create songs, is we always say that. That's what we enjoy the most i think when we're like playing together just trying stuff and then when the, mu the music starts to like find a shape and find a form that we like and you know that's the most uh yeah that's the part we like we really like a a, a band of of our like a rehearsing band we we don't do long tours uh if we would be 20 or 25, maybe we would do that. But we're like in another stage right now in life. So, but we do some shows and we would definitely do, go to the UK if, if somebody, if the right opportunity shows up. You you mentioned that and I, mm -hmm. I have some, yeah, some friends there. Well, maybe England, Scotland. Scotland has a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, rock and roll. They have a very oh, active scene. Oh, and like yeah. I said, in the summertime, that's when there's festivals and a lot of stuff going on mm. over there. Just a quick question before we leave. Who are you listening to right now? When you go in the car, are there any bands or favorite? Um, I've been whatever? discovering a lot of things on, on Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, uh, I've been listening to Camera Obscura. Which is like a Scottish band. Oh, very very pop, poppy. Today I was listening to Alabama Shakes. Oh yeah, so I'm listening quite a bit to a band called Hound Dog and it's like American indie rock. I would say I don't know if they're still active. And yesterday I was also listening to Nathaniel Radcliffe. You know this gospel blues. Oh, you're all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> styles. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well. I thank you for coming on Rocket Night. 
our podcast here. I hope to hear more good music coming out of the Royal Padinkos, or shall I just say Padinkos, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, yeah. and I and I'll continue listening if if you see a lot of hits. It's probably me driving my car in Florida. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That's listening, you and that, listening and that. to the band because I I just really it's, it's really and it's well produced too. Your your album, the Sarah. I've listened to the other ones. You have like three, I think. Yeah, but I've listened to all of them in the car. So mm, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you. Thank Hans. you so much. And yeah, it, was, uh, it was great being with great. you, Sarah. And we're really we're really grateful for all the attention we got from you guys, and it's been. Uh, honoring to you know to be in the states through you and I was telling the guys the other day I first time I went to the states I I uh, went to Texas and I stayed in Texas but I I landed in St. Louis so it was mm. fun that the the connection with St. Louis and the and the Rocket Night right because there's, there's some kind of connection to St. Louis isn't it that the Oh, oh, there, oh the, the guy that reviewed was in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. he was from St. Yeah. Louis. We have people okay, all yeah. over the place. Okay, that's cool. We have people all in right. Europe, mostly in the UK. Mm. Oh, really? Half of the writers are in the UK. Oh, cool. Yeah, for the especially for the print magazine. That's mm. mostly, Great. yeah, and I go back and forth to the UK. Yeah. So to visit. I just was there, there in November. Maybe we can meet up there on a show of ours. Yeah, that's that's where I would see you guys. Would be the UK. So, well, well, th thank you very much. And thank uh, you, Siri. We'll, Take we'll care. We'll see you later. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care. Here is the Royal Padinkos Milky Way.
You're listening to Rock at Night. The introductory song, Get On Down, is from blues artist Billy, Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com. 